What will we find in today's Thursday thrillers here on the Mutual Audio Network? A few baffling mysteries? Perhaps a touch of murder? Let's find out. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Previously on A Date with Death. There's a steel box inside the vault. If the material in that box fell into German or Japanese hands, it might cost us the war. What are you doing, you dizzy dame? No, wait! What? Right now, I need you to look over this material. See if you notice the same holes in the case that I found. Give me the notes. Let me see what I can do. Well, what brings you down my way? We need to dig up a grave at the Grove Cemetery. Well, can I come along too? You can be there, but you can't talk about what we're doing to anyone. You tell someone about this, there's gonna be a special election in this town. Based on the work of best-selling author Ace Collins, the Long Highway Players proudly present A Date with Death. Episode 3, Date Night. Helen Meeker and Henry Reese are in Shady Grove, Georgia, investigating the death of a minister's daughter. They have gone with the local sheriff to the cemetery to exhume a body, where they meet the caretaker. You the folks from Washington? That's right, Mr. Graves. This is my partner, Henry Reese. My name's Helen Meeker. Oh, pleased to meet you. How do you do? Mr. Graves, I believe that last October you sold a grave to a Lutheran minister and his wife. Their name was Shellmeyer. Yes, I did. Quiet folk. Kind of nervous, as I recall. So is this the preacher's grave, the one we're going to dig up? No, Sheriff. He's still alive, at least for a few more days. Mr. Graves, that building off by that clump of trees, what's it used for? We hold services there during bad weather. So what's inside? A few pews, a piano, a podium. Nothing special. Does it have power? Well, Miss Meeker, we aren't that backwoods. Of course it has power. Got a bathroom, too. Forgive me, that came out wrong. Where's the plot you sold the Shellmeyers? Well, about 40, 40 feet beyond that maple tree toward the back of the property. Shall we walk over there? Certainly. Did you do the embalming work on their daughter, Mr. Graves? Uh, no, ma'am. Never saw the body. Family came here, it was already in the car. Mm-hmm. Was the family alone when they arrived? Hmm. Well, besides the two other daughters and the parents, there were two other men. They did most of the talking. They, they weren't from around here, though, I'll tell you that. What do you mean? They sounded a bit like my cousins who live up uh, by Chicago. Oh, so you mean they weren't from the South? That's what I mean, yes. Here's the plot right here. Not much to look at, is it? Just a headstone and a name. No dates of birth or death. Mr. Graves, was there a service here on the plot? Uh, not really. Uh, the father just said a prayer. Then he and I lowered the coffin into the grave. Uh, we tossed some dirt on it. Then one of the middle-aged men gave me money for the headstone they ordered. Uh, that was it. Howdy, Sheriff. You wanted us to help out hereabouts? Hello, Zeb, Amos, Miss Meeker. These are the Wilson brothers. They're the help I said I'd get for you. Hello, gents. I'm Helen Meeker. This is my partner, Henry Reese. How are you? Pretty good. Were you fellows within earshot of the Shellmeyers at the grapeside? Oh, well, we was both near enough to hear the prayer. Yep. It was kind of a strange one, though. How so? 
<clears throat> was kind of short and sounded more like a warning than a prayer for the family. Never heard nothing like it before. A warning? How do you mean? Well, what the preacher said was, uh, please, Lord, let her body rest in Zion's graces and let no man ever disturb this vessel for, uh, what was the rest of it? He said, for if they do, they will meet you sooner than later. What did he mean by that? I'm sure I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Zeb, Amos, why don't you get your shovels out of the car? We have some work to do. Okay, Ellen, have a look. I can tell that took a lot of effort from you boys. Hmm, this casket isn't a cheap one. Doesn't look like it would be in the budget of a Lutheran minister. Well, that's, that's what I was thinking, Miss Meeker. It's, it's much nicer than anything I carry. Uh, nobody around here would lay out that kind of money it takes to buy one of these things. Do you know who made it? Uh, it says here on the side, uh, Batesville Casket Company of Indiana. They've been around a long time, one of the top names in the industry. How difficult is it to open? Well, it just takes a special key. I got one right here, hold on. Shouldn't take any time at all. Let's get this thing inside the chapel. I don't want the body getting wet before we examine it. Amos, Zeb, I'll help on this side. You three get on the other side. Got it, come on. Okay, ready, right, here we here go. Here we go. All right, got it. Okay, ready, one, two, three, Lift. Here we go. It's only about 20 yards to the chapel. Okay, I've got the key right here. Just put it up by the podium. I'll turn on the lights on you. Ah, that's better. Oh, you want me to unlock it now? Just a second. Let me get my bearings here. How come we gotta look at this body anyway? We need to make sure it's her inside. Why wouldn't it be? If Ellen Schellmeyer died in a swimming accident on the Gulf Coast, why come all the way here to bury her? This wasn't her hometown. The Schellmeyers had connection with Shady Grove. So what? What difference does it make where some kids buried? This kid's father was accused of being a Nazi spy. It might make a lot of difference. You mean they might have buried something important with the girl? Something that might help bring down the Nazis and the Japs? I don't know what's inside but I'm pretty sure it's something that could help win the war. Mr. Graves, 
How many people are buried in the cemetery? Well, maybe 600 if you count the really old graves. How many of those are from places other than Shady Grove or outside the county? You know, I, I can't really think of any beside this one. Well, come on. Let's get this box open and take a look. This is better than Christmas. Henry, have you got that photo of Ellen? Here it is. Thanks. All right, Mr. Graves, you can unlock it. Cool, now we're cooking. Take it easy, Sheriff. Uh, here we go. Uh, one lock on the foot. And one at the head. There we go. Well, come on, open. Before we lift the lid, Mr. Graves, what kind of shape do you think the body will be in? If it was embalmed and the mortician did a good job, it'll be easy to tell if it's the girl in the photo you have there. What if it wasn't embalmed? Well, there'd be some decomposition, but no smell came out of the coffin after I unlocked it. I'm pretty sure she was embalmed. We've spent almost a whole day doing this. Let's just open it and see what's there. Um... Miss Mika, a dead body cannot hurt you. There's nothing to be scared of here. I know. I just I don't like the feeling I'm getting. Ha! Women never have had the stomach for real law enforcement work. I'll open it myself. No! Wait! Don't! What is it? Get out of here! Let's go! Wow. What's all the fuck? Hello, I'm JT, a lifelong student of the paranormal and the unexplained. I've spent over 35 years researching and learning about a wide range of subjects, from UFOs and cryptids to ghosts and the supernatural, from hidden and lost treasures to mankind's mysterious past, and all other things mysterious and Fortean. Each week, I'll bring you some relevant and interesting articles in this genre, as well as a different topic, some you may be familiar with, but many you most likely will never have known existed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride, and let me be your tour guide as we explore the unexplained on the Paranormal Sun. Hi, this is Ace Collins. I hope you're enjoying listening to the Long Highway Players production of my book, A Date with Death. If you'd like to find out more about the adventures of Helen Meeker, please check out all the novels that are a part of my In the President Service series at my website. That's www.acecollins.com. And you can purchase A Date with Death or any of the other 19 books in this series at Amazon in both print and ebook formats. Once again, thanks for tuning in and happy reading and happy listening. you okay? Yeah, except for a nasty ringing in my ears. I guess so. Oh, poor Johnson. I won't have to worry about ringing in his ears anymore. He was way too close to the coffin when it went up. Never had a chance. What? What about Graves? There he is! 
Let's go help him. There was no body. No, there wasn't. The coffin was booby-trapped. Henry, go get help! This man needs a doctor right away. I'm on it. It's all right, Mr. Graves. We're gonna get you some help. You'll be fine. No, don't bother. Death doesn't scare me. I'm more than ready to sing for the Lord. I just hope you'll forgive me. For what? can't carry a dude. <laughs> Mr. Graves. Yeah, just tell me one thing. Yes, sir? Why would anyone turn a casket into a bomb? I don't know. At least not yet. But I do know that a man waiting for an execution is willing to die for something he didn't do. Mr. Graves? Mr. Graves! <sighs> Helen. The Wilsons are on their way to get help. How's he... Did you see what caused the explosion? No. But I know it was a grenade. When Johnson yanked the lid open, it pulled the pin. Well, Schellmeyer's prayer wasn't answered in the way he'd hoped, but he was sure prophetic. Can't say we weren't warned. Was there anything else inside the coffin? No body. We know that much. Did you expect one? No, but I wasn't expecting a bomb, either. Henry, this is even bigger than I thought. Schellmeyer knows something, something with major consequences. We've got to find his daughter and get her to safety. Miss Meeker? Zeb, you look like you got out without a scratch. Well, yes, ma'am. Me and Amos got out in the nick of time. The good Lord must have been watching over us. The doctor's coming now. No reason now. Johnson and Graves. The other two are dead. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Zeb, tell me one more time. What did the preacher say when he prayed over the grave? Oh, uh, he said, Please, Lord, let her body rest in Zion's graces, and let no man ever disturb this vessel. For if they do, they will meet you... Sooner than later. I remember now. There was nothing else? Oh, no, ma'am. I expect that he added an amen... And then we covered the casket. Thank you, Zeph. You might as well go home now. Nothing anyone can do here. Yes, ma'am. Good day. I guess they'll be digging two more graves. <sighs> Henry, Schellmeyer's notes in that logbook have to mean something. Let's get back to Washington and start digging. and Helen have flown back to Washington and spent several hours inspecting Henry Schellmeyer's notes. After a long night of work, Helen has returned to her apartment and fallen asleep. <gasps> uh, this better be good. Helen, my dear, I hope you found what you needed in the sunny south. Mr. President! Yes, sir, um... I found out enough to feel certain I'm right about Schellmeyer. Reese has the logbook and the Bible right now. I'll have something concrete for you by Monday, I think. Glad to hear that. Now, put on some coffee. Sir? Coffee, Helen. You need to get yourself fixed up really nice. 
You have a formal evening at the British Embassy tonight. What? I thought my dates with the British guy didn't kick off until middle of next week. Change in plans, my dear. The Brits have scheduled a formal banquet tonight for about a hundred guests. You'll be representing the White House and sitting with Nigel Andrews. I'm sure there'll be lots of press climbing all over one another to get a picture of you two. Arms across the ocean, that kind of thing. When did this come up? Churchill called me from London an hour ago. He said there was going to be a huge surprise announcement during the banquet. When that happens, you need to be on the arm of our hero. And if the British corporal wants you to kiss him on the cheek, do it. How can I do- Be there at seven and look your best. Thanks, Helen. <sighs> the things I do for this country. A Date with Death is based on the Ace Collins novella series, In the President's Service. Our story was adapted for podcasts by Michael Messner, who also directed this production. Performers included Andrew Sargent, Art Shingler, Gary Classen, Jennifer Francis, Lance Rodriguez, Laura Brent, Lindsay Morgan, Max Sullivan, Michael Tucker, Nancy Messner, Nicole Player, Riley Hunsaker, Rocky Jacobs, and Sean Small. Also appearing were the author and the director. Music by Alex Productions, Creative Commons. This is Rachel Miller. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together. <laughs>